1: Ready for the interview and if you get a cue live on a laptop watch what I'm gonna do Welcome to the show let them know we got a point of view Hey yo let's have a combo say what you feel be real that's the motto real talk ponto Dr. D PhD hit the intro Hold up wait gotta be social network global home for the local. Gotta be social network global home for the local. Okay, we are here with Amy Edwards. Amy, you look great, you look amazing. Thank you for being on.
0: That's always a good start. Go ahead and lay up some compliments on me. (laughs) You want more? Good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Always, more please, always. You look great too. It's very nice to meet you sort of in real life. So thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to have a conversation with you and see what develops.
1: I'm excited too. You know, I never go into these with like all these ideas of what's gonna happen. You know, like life, you meet people. And you see what develops, you know?
0: Absolutely. I mean, so many times you can make the mistake of putting your expectations into it, you know? And like, it takes away from the beauty of the moment that can detract from what's really, mm, I don't know if I should say supposed to happen, but what's really available to us when we don't allow just to flow in the moment. I mean, at least I've been getting a lot of lessons about that in my own life and just dropping what we expect and allowing whatever is to come.
1: So where have you got those lessons from as of recent?
0: Mm, as of recent, um, I'm getting them all the time. Recently, I, you know, it's funny, I'm, I'm turning 50 this year. So
1: whoa, you look I, amazing.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I, I do a lot to try to keep myself up. You know, <laughs> but, but, um, but also, you know, I adopt an attitude of always learning. And I think that that it c- that helps us retain a youthfulness. If people are willing to embrace that. It's just like w- what we were talking about before you yeah. turned record on it's when people don't embrace like change or what's happening, you know, it can hold us back and keep us in the past. And that can show like just in how we present ourselves in the world, I think. So I'm just constantly trying to learn and grow. And so right now I've just been surprised with what I've learned about myself, about my own own patterns about relationships. Um, my partner was in active addiction, and I didn't really know that in the last year. And so he went to rehab. And when he went to rehab, it was a chance for me to look within myself and see, okay, what's my role in this? What's in, And not in a blame myself way, but yeah. in a true reflection type of way. And so that has totally surprised me, but it's been really, really good for me and really a chance to sit in emotions and not cope. And Mm. I, I've, I've discovered that I cope in certain ways. We all do. And (laughs) certain ways that aren't healthy for me, but a lot of my coping strategies too come from my own podcast and come from using my voice and getting really vulnerable and helping other people with that, or in hopes that I help other people just like you do with these conversations. And so that has been a really beautiful thing to understand that, that it's called sublimation. And so to understand that I sublimate as a coping mechanism, as a healthy coping mechanism. And so I've, I'm always learning a lot. And even just this weekend, I experienced some anger that I thought I was through with, with the whole situation, with things that had happened with blaming myself with all of it. And I, I, had a big flare up of anger. And I was laying there in the middle of the night and I woke up and I couldn't get back to sleep. And I was like, all right, I got to reach for my tools. I got to journal. I got to sit with this. But I was just kind of surprised too, just in general, like, oh, here it is again. I thought I was done with this. But healing all our emotions, everything we go through, it's not a linear path. And anytime we do things, we can see it. I could have I looked at that and said, well, I, I've, I've, can we cuss on this show? I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah yes. I, I fucked up. I failed at, you know, dealing with it. i failed it, like trying to heal it or whatever. Like I was yeah. gonna check the box, but instead it's not a linear progression and it's not that way with anything. And it was just a moment, you know, where I could sit with it and go, oh, here's this again. I know this, yeah. I know what to do. I can let it sit, move through my body and I'm gonna be okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so those are some helpful.
0: big lessons. Mm-hmm. They're
1: pretty big lessons. Let's kind of rewind it a little bit here And talk about, you talk about your podcasts and helping Mm -hmm. you and you're an on-air personality. Let's go backwards and kind of the origin of this story, this portion of your life. How did you get into this?
0: I think I've had like four or five lives already. Me too. (laughs) I'm telling you,
1: it's like lifetimes within lifetimes, you know? It really
0: is. And I think that's really cool, frankly, like people who think they can't reinvent themselves, You and I are here to say, yes, you can. Of course you can. A (laughs) hundred percent. So I have done radio and voice work. I've always been kind of a radio nerd and I, you know, grew up in the eighties listening to Casey Kasem and like American top 40 and stuff like that. And so MTV VJs. And so I was always into that and I worked in radio when I was in college. I didn't study radio, but I did work in radio when I got, I studied philosophy and religion, and then got out and took a job at a radio station here in Austin, where I still live. And I liked radio, but I didn't pursue it because I saw what it was like for a lot of big time radio people. And I was like, I don't know if I want that life. So I did some other things, but it was always my true love. And in about 2010, I had some friends that were starting a band sort of, they were just learning instruments. So it was like women in their late thirties and they were like, let's learn instruments. And so they asked me to join and to play guitar. And I was like, I don't play guitar. And they were like, we don't care. And so I stepped in and we, you know, we just banged it out. And it was really fun and I really enjoyed using my voice again and it surprised me. And that band broke up, but I was like, well, I've been doing this for a few years now. So I started writing some songs and I ended up writing some albums, playing out, you know, having an independent artist rock career and career, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> it was something I did, I did make yeah. albums and And I had two children, two small children at the time. So it wasn't something that I could really pursue going on tour, but I still knew that it was just part of my life and using my voice that I really felt called to. It pushed me out of my comfort zone in a good way. And so as I was doing that, someone approached me and said, Hey, we're starting a a podcast studio. We need some beta testers. We think you'd be good. And I was like, Okay so I just jumped in in 2013 or 14 I think it was and I started my first podcast which was called the Real show with Amy Edwards and and at the same time uh, out of the blue came a radio job and they were like we're starting a new station here we need somebody middays and I was like, okay and so I just started using my voice in those ways and as my as my music career kind of just, lagged a little bit and I, you know, was moving into other directions. I, um, took on more of the radio work and now I still work at a radio station here in Austin for the Austin American Statesman. It's a streaming station for Austin 360 and do middays there. And I love it. I just love using my voice and podcasting though, I think is my true love. And mm. I know it is actually, I, yeah. say, I think, <laughs> and it's just a really such a cool format for someone like me who, Likes to get into deeper issues and have meaningful conversations and talk about things that can better our lives. And I did my first podcast for a few years and Once that beta testing phase ended, I was having to pay the studio and I wasn't making money at it. So that kind of faded out and I started something on my own. I learned to edit myself. I learned to produce it all myself, which wasn't hard for me. I've worked in sound and radio for so long. So I did that and started a new one at Austin 360 called Rocking Life with Amy. And because rocking life. Cause you know, I know I get, it. Rock, <laughs> yeah, you get it. And so yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I did that for about a year and a half, but I was still producing and editing and doing things myself. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to keep doing that. I want to partner with a podcast network. I want to really make a living at this. I really want to go next level and I'm ready because I think a lot of times doing it yourself and understanding a lot of the ins and outs of it can really benefit you because if you're a, podcaster and you get stuck and need something edited and don't have anybody, you know, in a pinch, you can do it yourself. And so I just started to manifest that. And I was still working on that other show, but I was like, nah, this is what I really, really want. I got very directional with it one day and sat with it. And I was like, this is my life's purpose. I feel like these puzzle pieces fit together. And that is where that is the direction for me. And literally the next day I was sitting next to this girl. I got invited to just go to my friend's airstream to have a little happy hour sitting next to her and it was right outside the statesman too where we work and she turns out, I said, well, what do you do? We just hit it off. And she said, oh, I'm content director for a new podcast network that's opening. And we're officing renting space here at the Statesman for a little while. And I was like, you're kidding me. Like, can I pitch to you? And she said, well, yeah, we're looking for women, strong women who, you know, have a background in music maybe. And I was like, man, what? (laughs) And so, you know, things, I think when we get really directional and feel our purpose and it flows and feels easy. And because, I think you have to, if you're loving what you do, it can feel easy and then it can just start to flow. And so that's where this show came from. And it took me a while to step into using my name too. And I think that was just part of my own worthiness journey. And, and, you know, the time was right now. And so I started the Amy Edwards show and launched that about a year ago. I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but it was January of 2021 when it's launched. So I am 53 four episodes in now, and I am just very excited to watch it grow. So that has been, my whole mission is just to use my voice to help other people elevate theirs, the whole world, elevate love their that. voice. Thanks. I feel
1: a very similar vibe between us with that. Yeah. By the way, this, this will be out next week. I, I okay, turned cool. it around very quickly. Great. Um, I, I definitely identify with your journey uh, with this, I think giving other people a voice. That's what I and I like to get educated by other people and what they're doing. Yeah, and me too. That, me too. You know, there's so this so much is a big to thing. Learn. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so much out there to learn. And well, you've course, been
0: doing this a long time. Oh you my a gosh. A lot of episodes
1: <laughs> 416. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I want to do you. what you're
1: doing. I want to partner with like a, a, a network and, you know, make it like, you know, I have other businesses, but I'd love to make this like an actual yeah. business for me too. We might have to talk off air about that. Yeah, for sure.
0: And you clearly love it. I mean, you're yeah. showing up for it consistently and that says volume. So yeah. hats off to you because Thank you. I know how hard it is. Like to really I do everything
1: like you, like you, I learned, I know how to do every single aspect yeah. of it. You know? <laughs> I think it's good to know the ins and outs of anything you do. You may not do it forever, but to know how to actually do all the mechanics related to it, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: I do too. I do too. And I I think there's probably good and bad aspects to that, but I think in something like this, for sure, it can be an important aspect. And, um, and plus you, you're going to relate to people that you're working with or that are working for you a lot better. You know, I'm able to speak the speak uh, (laughs) of whatever's going on in the podcasting. Yeah.
1: So tell me a little bit how your radio work, your voice work has influenced your work with the podcast. How did it assist you in starting that up?
0: I think, you know, we have a saying in radio, save it for the radio. Like, and so Mm. really, I mean, like from the moment you and I started talking, I thought we were recording, like I'm ready to go anytime. And I think it's just. The beauty happens in the spur of the moment. People that want to have a long conversation to prepare for the podcast, I'm like, I don't I do not do that. We're going to do it gonna, either. Yeah, I love that you did it. I love that you did it. I was like, this is great. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I think you get really quicker on your feet and I've been wanting to take an improv class. Have you ever taken an improv class? I haven't,
1: but it sounds interesting because I feel like that's what I do here. I don't like to know a lot about people. I just want to get on and learn and just Me be too. quick, you know?
0: Me too. And I think there's those types that do like a ton of prep and all that. That's their thing. That's cool. Sure. But someone like us, we want to have the conversation in real time, learn and have our eyes open and our mind blown in the moment. Right. Yes. And, and that's how I function too. And I think radio, like a radio background really feeds that kind of thing because you're just on the fly moving forward at all times. And yes, you do some prep. Yes. You look into your guests and that kind of thing. But I mean, like I can prep for something, 15 minutes in advance and feel really ready and you know you come off professional still and you're able to hold a good conversation and ask really probing questions but i think see if you agree with me i think it boils down to really what we're talking about in the beginning and that's like living more in the moment and listening really listening And improv is about that too. They say taking improv classes can improve your entire life across the board, like business, everything. And so I've been wanting to do that. That's kind of on my list for the year because I really believe that it just gives you that yes and perspective and you just keep it going and you're you're just listening and you're tuned into the moment and you're not somewhere else in your head forming like, Oh shit. Well, I better get to this question. You know, <laughs> like you may not I don't know what that's that like. Question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, <don't know laughs> I never even, like. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Good have, for you, Yeah. You know what it is? It's like, soon as I'm very, like I, most things in my life, I'm very, like, I'm very organized. I'm very, in, but this was like the one area I wanted to have none of that except for like showing up on time, doing all that stuff. But like, when I get on, it's just like, as soon as you came on, I was like, Amy, Amy, how's it yes. going You know and Like, you got to set the scene. You got to bring the energy. You know, the worst is like, if a guest comes and there's nothing there, it's like, okay, you got to bring your best self to this, man. Like every time, what are we doing? Like, let's get excited about this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like-
0: yeah. And I think I was too in my head at the beginning of my podcasting mm. career. You know, I was still kind of nervous about like, how are these long form interviews going to work or conversations, you know? And, um, and I was, I was nervous about it in a way that I realized when I started this show, I was like, I realized I was worried about doing it wrong as mm. if there is a wrong way, which <laughs> there's not. And no. <laughs> I realized that um, I wasn't intentional enough and I was going into it. Yes, you can go in like this, but I needed to just set an intention of like being here, you know, and being really present and listening and flowing and letting go of expectations and letting go of judgments and allowing the beautiful process to unfold. And so I've, been able to just take a minute for myself rather than making a lot of notes before we tune yeah. in or anything. I even did it here. I keep like a little Palo Santo around. I do it in my podcast studio now. And I just lit this, like when when I lit it before we started actually, before yeah. I tuned into zoom and I just sat, you know, and like, my intention was just to use, I didn't really have a big intention with you today. I was like, just to yeah. use my voice. It felt, I could feel your energy already. Yeah, of course. Like going to be fun and relaxed and yeah. just a sharing. Yeah. So I think that it's been an interesting journey for me to just get uh, a lot more tuned into my own intention and just what you want to bring to the world and what you want to bring to the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you always, well, maybe, you know, what, what is your intention with each person that comes on? And maybe it's free flowing, but like what is, what is your intention for how the outcome of each episode for that?
0: Usually just to do my best to lift their voice. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I keep it pretty simple and yeah, to lift their like message. That. And I'll have people fill something out, you know, it's real short, but I'll sure. just say like in one sentence, what's your message? And so really, and mine is to use my voice. I had a vision. I had a vision right before I got directional. and met that girl from the network and um, girl, woman from the network. And um, I just had an, a vision of me using my voice and, all these other people's, they had wings on their throat and they're like, <laughs> all their voices were rising around the yeah. world. And I was like, well, that's pretty ambitious, but yes, I'm in, you know, to to just be able to use, to use mine to keep elevating and just have it reverberate out. And like, I feel really, really lucky to get to sit in front of a mic as much as I do and talk to wonderful people like you. And awesome. um and, and learn and share and have it, have this shelf life that's like, who knows how long, right? I mean, look at you, you've got hundreds of episodes.
1: <laughs> I never thought it would be this many. <laughs> Honestly, I know, I just, right? Just like doing it, like anything in my life, I'm just like, well, you just have to keep going. if You're into it, you just do it. And you have a system and a schedule. And you, yeah. just, you just do it, you know, for yeah. that. But I wonder for you, What's been the hardest part of transitioning? I know you do radio stuff, but the transition from radio to podcasting or the biggest difference you you see.
0: Transition from radio to podcasting has been great. I, I haven't had a big issue with that. It felt really natural to okay. me. And so I have liked that. I'm trying to think if there were any challenges around it, I guess, um, you know being your own producer and stuff but i did a lot of that in radio too you know right. setting up interviews and and figuring things out so and the technical aspects there's so many similarities to it and i think that um i've always been a radio dj so it was like you know m- music based format yeah. and so i've never done a talk radio show so i i would guess that this is fairly similar and So that part of it has been really nice, you know, not having to operate around any constraints around that. Um, I think making money at it is challenging. And so that's, you know, one of my big goals with this show is to actually have it provide a sustainable income for me. That's I mean, that's the dream, right. To right. make a living off of what you really love to do. So um, not that I really made a living off radio. I mean, <laughs> unless you're like, you know, really Bobby bones or something, sure. you know, but, but he's got a banging podcast now too. So, you know, so yeah, I would say, I would say that's, a, that's a challenge because you're more selling yourself, you know, you're right. more selling uh, this and the conversations and what you're bringing with it. Rather than the whole station, rather than those hours, that kind of thing. It's just a different
1: animal. Yeah, I think there's a challenging thing for majority of podcasters, um, mm-hmm. or if they're if they're aspiring towards that.
0: Uh, yeah, you just have to. Um, I, I hear a lot about Rogan, you know, and I know he went mm-hmm. for quite a while just just banging him out until sure. he really broke out with his sponsors and you know, obviously to the record-breaking deals that he's had now. So, uh, you know, it just takes time, just like you're doing, like, it just takes putting one foot in front of the other and keeping going if you love it. If you don't love it, find something else. Maybe something (laughs) else calls to you, you know, like, just don't force it. It's that, it's that not forcing
1: energy. It's the not forcing, yeah. Mm -hmm. How how do you feel like, motherhood has affected your work as an on-air personality voice artist
0: um i think it affects it for the better i am able to look at it from a bigger picture mm. stepping back perspective and say what am i showing my children you know and i have two daughters they're now 12 and 16 and so being a parent informs that a lot not only am i constantly learning a lot about everything cuz oh, yes. you know they're teenagers right now and um but i'm just able to say all right you know are they going to look back what are they going to see me showing them as being a strong woman as using my voice and they have very strong voices and i'm sure that all that i do is a part of that because i didn't grow up with a strong voice and I think that's a big reason why I do what I do. I've actually just gotten through to this in therapy and I was like, "Huh, I was the youngest. I was cute, you know, and I I wasn't I just wasn't really listened to or taken seriously yeah. and by my family and I mean they loved me, but it was it was different and and I was female, you know. So I I think that not being heard pushed me into wanting to be heard on a bigger scale. So right. I think there's this underlying thing. So both of my children now are able to see me using my voice in a sublimation way, in a really positive way. And they are outspoken and they are not afraid to speak up about anything. And I think that that's so great. I think that kids in general are more able to do that nowadays. Yes, And that's so great. Like, I just, you know, if, I, if anything were to happen to them, I feel like they would speak up about it. And Yeah. And I hope so. I just hope it has a positive effect in that regard. And I'm able to look at it that way. And, um, and I hope so. And, um, and as far as what I do, I think it gives a good perspective, just a life perspective. Are you a parent?
1: I am. I have a 10 year old daughter.
0: Oh, okay. It's a great age. I definitely know. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely know. I mean, like it's, Sometimes when people talk about certain things, you can be like, Yeah, talk to me after you have a kid. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a little bit like, sure. and I'm not saying you feel superior, but you're like, Oh, my life experience, things, things, it's a little change. different. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. a little different. It just makes, makes you see life a little differently. So I am really grateful for that. Um, just for that perspective. It, yeah, it, it feeds into everything I do. I know and that. But, but I try not to, I try not to define myself by just being a mom. Like we are, as as women, especially, I know you are into women's voices mm-hmm. and um, women are well-rounded. You know, we've got all the rest of us to ourselves. And I am really big on speaking up about that and to my children, you know, yeah. especially about things like sexuality. And I'm like, oh no, no, no we talk about that. Of like course. that is part of who we are as humans. And especially as women, you know, neglecting that is dangerous. I
1: think it's very dangerous. (laughs) And you know, I am a huge proponent of, of women, women's voices. I was raised by a very strong woman and very strong father. And I just think not just my thoughts, but statistically society gets better when women are empowered and they just are. And you can look at any country statistically that does this, the society automatically gets better when you educate women, we lift them up underrepresented populations minorities anything like that so i never get any, any resistance to that stuff because it's not just an opinion you know it's there's actual evidence for this there's a good quote i think it's from socrates it's like uh, opinion is the wilderness between knowledge and um ignorance <laughs> You know,
0: I love that. It's a great mm-hmm.
1: quote, but it's, it is, you know, there's a little, there's some of my opinion about it, but there's also a lot of evidence that women are amazing and we create a better foundation for women and we push them forward. Life just gets better. It Don't really you want does. a better life? <laughs> Don't, we? <laughs> Don't we? Yes. I mean, seriously. So mm-hmm. I like, I, I mean, in, in all these episodes I've had, I would say mainly women I interview. It's not like I try completely. It was just, I just am more interested in talking to women a little more, there's a bit of different engagement. Guys are great too. I have great conversations with guys, but I feel like I, I tend to move more towards that. And well, so thank I, you. I like to promote, I like to promote women's issues and things and women's months coming in March and all that. Stuff. And I, I'm a big proponent of that. So when I get to talk to someone like you, who's using her voice and chatting with people, I want to do that. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, thank you, thank of you. it's so well said. I mean, yes, of course. As a woman, I agree. You know, right? I, <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm all for it. And especially, you know, as parents of of daughters, exactly. You
1: know? mm-hmm. And it's also, in my, this may be a little controversial, but I think I love know, controversy. We can't what expect women and underrepresented populations to just be their own flag bearer all the time, like men have to be a flag bearer for women yeah. and help propel women forward. So I yes. feel that responsibility and I tried to do that as part of it. You know?
0: I think that's so beautiful and valuable. I've see, I've somehow wandered onto that side of TikTok a little bit too. Now yeah. And I've found a lot of men that are doing that. And it's so cool. And I'm just so like there for it. And they're like, we don't not like men. We're just <laughs> really lifting up women. And I'm yeah. like fabulous fabulous yes more yeah. please.
1: <laughs> so do you do you get an opportunity to speak to a lot of women on your show
0: i do and i speak to a ton of women yes okay yes um this week i'm with uh two dominatrixes who i love that that's great
1: okay i'm not saying like i do it but i'm saying <laughs> i love that if i did it was fine i'm just saying like I love that. You're talking to women are doing this.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. And what we talked about is aligned with this show. They are so intelligent, so smart. One of them has a master's and one has a, um, certification in somatic healing that she spent years on. And they, um, they, we talked about was talking in the bedroom. Like, um, they don't call it dirty talk. They call it something else. I'll have to remember, but the idea is that the stronger you get in your voice there and in your own sexuality and communicating yeah. and expressing that, the more you are confident in the world about your own voice yeah. and strengthening that in all ways, which is so wild and cool to think about because a lot of us can talk other ways, but not that way, myself included. <laughs> and so it's it's a whole learning yeah. process to think, oh, we can get stronger just by you know, developing this aspect of ourselves. So, yeah, it was a very interesting conversation.
1: I love that. I've had yeah. several like dominatrix uh, folks and uh, BDSM, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And one, this is crazy, but at one point we got into this conversation about water sports. And I was like, what's water? Sp-? Like, and she was <laughs> water sports. And she was, t- I was like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about, that. I'm thinking about skiing, you know, water skiing. Yeah, and right, stuff. right. I think- <laughs> whole another like thing, you know, like it didn't, it did, wasn't embarrassing to me. It was just like, okay, something new that I, you know, I just, it may not be my thing, but I was just like, I don't care. I'm going to have the conversation about it. You know, I'm yeah. like, who cares? You know, like it's no big deal. And yes. I love women's stories from all angles of the spectrum of what it means to be a woman, uh, working in the world, working at home, uh, doing different things that maybe people define as being uh, controversial, risque. They're all part yeah. of the story. You know, yeah, it's all they storytelling. absolutely
0: are. It sure is. It's all storytelling. That's all it is. And so, what's your story? What you have been through in your exact circumstances makes you unique and your story completely unique. So, if someone listening to this thinks, I don't know if my story is any good. I don't yeah. know if it has any value. Well, it does. And it is. And I'm here to tell you because your circumstances led you to exactly this moment. They're exactly yours. No, there's nobody else in history that's had exactly what you've had. Right. So you are d- just unique in that regard. So go ahead and tell your story because it's going to have value.
1: Most definitely. Mm-hmm. I want to know, tell me about your best performance so far as a host. Like, where you felt like you were on, like everything was clicking what's your best performance nailed
0: it Where i left nailed and i was like it. nailed it oh, yes i had one recently what was it Ugh, oh, i'm gonna have to reflect back through <laughs> my through my podcast list i know right uh, let me take a look really quick yeah because i know that um there was something i did not too long ago and i was like oh I hit it out of the park you sometimes you just leave that conversation and you're like i nailed it you know yeah. i got i got out of that exactly what I needed to have. And um, there was one that I did around Thanksgiving and that's one that just came up. And so this is my most recently. And it was with a friend who had been in prison for a few years and she uh, works with an organization called Truth Be Told here in Austin or uh, they're in Texas. And they rehabilitate and help women who have been in prison. They help them while they're still in the prison system. And then when they get out and so it's an amazing organization really changes lives and lifts these voices of of powerful women who have been incarcerated and are able to live super fulfilling lives and make a difference. And so she was incarcerated for drunk driving. She was in an accident and hurt someone. And so she, her telling her story was one of my most powerful and it just flowed in a way that, um, I felt like had so much meaning behind it. And I was just, I felt so good after that. I know I left that one and I just couldn't stop talking about it (laughs) to friends and people. I was like, you've got to listen to this one. So if that interests anyone listening to this, I would encourage you to listen to it because she talked about rebuilding trust within herself and how we can do that. And I was in a phase of rebuilding my own trust too. And so it was just really, really powerful because really I looked at her and thought, there, but for the grace of God goes me, because I I drove, drank and drove many times when I was younger, which I hate to admit, but it's true. And so, you know, getting really honest with yourself and saying that could have been me is, is a tough place to stand in sometimes, but it's worth it because then you hear that story again, you hear that storytelling and it makes such a difference, such a difference. Yeah.
1: What was was the, what did you do though like what specifically about your performance did you like the most like was it the questions Mm. was it how you presented yourself we're getting into the nuts and bolts here like the because i believe podcasting is performance art on somewhat level too and whether you're video or speaking what was it about you during that that made it really well
0: that's interesting for you to say that. Cause like my first inclination was like performance, like, no, it's not performance, you know? <laughs> but I, I mean, you are right, you know? And like, I do try to work to forget that the mic's there and try okay. to just have the conversation, you All know? Right. And so not be in a performance mode, but yeah, it's still, it's still your performance because it's a job. How are you performing on your job? Right. And so and, and your, whatever your undertaking is, how are you performing, you know, at whatever it is you're doing as a parent, you know? And yes. so, and so thinking of it in that way is interesting. I think that I was able to approach it with a lot of grace. And I think like we were talking about when you go in without a real specific agenda and I, I knew that she was nervous to tell her story because oh, really? it was one of the first times that she'd done it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think I just stayed on task with what I knew we wanted to accomplish and talk about, which was telling her story, but I was able to have threads that ran off that we talked about different things, but bring it right back. And I think that's just a product of training and doing it so many times. And I was able to, to realign it with her story and bring it right back. And we were able to continue through her story in a linear fashion. And it just flowed in a way that felt really right. And so I I just, when we ended, it just felt natural and felt really positive and good. Like it was just putting something really good out into the the world. But but performance-wise, I think keeping your brain focused is a product of training. And yeah. like you have in these podcasts, you know, yeah. you're a really good question asker. Thank you. And yeah, it's impressive. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I can learn from this, you know, <laughs> when I'm doing it. Cause I'm not usually on this side of the mic. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's so, um, so I think it's just, you know you're gonna perform better anytime that you're well-trained. And so I think truly I get better with every single episode and I'm able to stay more in the moment, stay more present focus on what I'm asking, listen, let it flow. And so those are just little keys. And the more you do it, the better you
1: get. No doubt about it. I approach <laughs> right? it just like my, I've been in the fitness business for 21 years and it's all, each episode is a repetition to me. Yeah. It's another mile. It's a, that it's I've a muscle, it's, it's a, muscle. A, muscle. a muscle. I'm just being becoming more efficient each and every time. I don't think mm-hmm. about whether I'm going to ask a good question I just yeah. trust my instincts that it's going oh, to come to me.
0: That's the good shit right there.
1: That is. It's
0: it, it really <laughs> really is. You just said it right there. You just trust that you are. That's right. Yeah. And it's completely true. And it said, it's a repetition. I say it's a practice, you know, and yeah. the more I do in life, the more I realize everything is a practice. Everything. Like, yes. Everything, every single thing. And so parenting, like name it, whatever it is, it's a practice. And so, and so just let it be a practice. You can't fail when it's just a practice, yeah. you know, like you're just, you're just going in there and getting better really. Yeah. Cause even if you suck at it, you're still learning <laughs> and you're getting better.
1: <laughs> so tell so let's flip it around now. Mm-hmm. Tell me about maybe when, an episode that you struggled, you struggled. Yeah, like bombing's a part of it or struggling, mm-hmm. like where you were like, "I just didn't have it today." You
0: know, I, I've been fortunate on this show, this incarnation of my podcast, to not have like that pulling teeth kind of feeling. You know, mm-hmm. where you're like, "Oh, y- yes," is your answer. You know?
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> come on more. Yes, give me more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, give me more. So, um, so luckily, I. I do think that um, again, with that practice and exercising that muscle, you're just gonna get stronger and you're able to deal with those situations more adeptly right when you yeah. have somebody who <laughs> is just seeming a little closed off you're able to read the situation and navigate that a lot more easily um when i do something that's outside my comfort zone now because so, this is a lot more my comfort zone now but when i do something that's outside of it so yesterday i decided i decided last week i was like i need to be on facebook more i've been off facebook and exploring these other platforms so i was like i'm gonna work on my facebook page the amy edwards show page and i was like i'm gonna do a live every monday at noon and i'm going to connect with community and talk and see if any obstacles are coming up and just start our week shinier that is the goal and so that what i i don't think i did real well yesterday (laughs) i did it yesterday and really i have a little uh planner here my full focus planner and I i love to write things down and so it's just all about habit tracking and all that yeah, and um yeah. and in yesterday's the quote there's a quote every day it's from michael hyatt and um he he created the habit tracker and and um i think or james clear did and michael hyatt has a book on habits he said what single brave decision do you need to make today and i was like i wrote to show up and i was like right yeah. i just need to show up for this live because i was kind of dreading it kind of nervous and of course, then the whole computer Facebook page live didn't even work at all. It was super oh. complicated. I couldn't get it to work. So I was like, well, shit. So I used my <laughs> phone. Right. I got through it. A few people tuned in. So that was good. But I was, I was sweating a bit and I lost my train of thought a couple of times. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> it, it was not my finest hour, but I started exercising that muscle. I started the rep, like you would say, like, mm-hmm. and maybe my form wasn't perfect. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? You're going to get better. And so I was like, next week, it's going to be better. I'll let more people know. I will show up a little bit more easily. And so that's good. You become more natural, and more relaxed in the moment.
1: I love that. I feel like someone like yourself, like you're a seasoned radio professional and you're doing podcasts, there could be a sense of like, this is Amy Edwards. She is used to this, and how could she have a difficult time in any of these things? You know, it's just perception, but I find that when I get on these things with people and you disarm people and you learn the deeper version of them, everybody's very similar. They're just very similar. You know everybody struggles, everybody has triumphs in certain things, and everybody slips up.
0: What do you, you struggle know? with? What are you struggling with right now?
1: I feel like for me, I'm, I'm struggling with, uh, I have all these things that I'm doing mm-hmm. and I kept it to a, like all these things, three things that I really enjoy doing. And I, I struggle sometimes with wanting to do more when I'm already doing more mm-hmm. as it is. So my a desire is to desire what I want, what I already have, not to desire what I want. Ooh. You know, it's just like, hey, I want a desire to desire the things I have, not the things I want. Yeah.
0: that's like that's a mastery level thing, I think. You know, to get to that. Well, point you know,
1: I, I mean, <laughs> stick with me. You no, know, I'm laying on the compliment. <laughs> I got more quotes and stuff. You know? <laughs> you know, I think that's that's always a struggle. I'm an I'm an opportunity person. I love mm-hmm. opportunity, but learning to say no to opportunities. It's saying,
0: and it's just that reframe too, of saying it's when you say no to those things, you're saying yes to the things that are already in your life that you're already building. You're saying yes to yourself in, in a lot of other ways.
1: Yeah, most definitely. So Mm -hmm. I think I learned that about everybody and I like being vulnerable myself. Like I have, I don't mind sharing about myself and the things I'm going through. You know, I think that's important. Like the relatability between people.
0: I do I too because that. break it down and really just tell the truth, and you'll be surprised. I mean, I, I've gotten to new levels of truth by doing this show, and that's yes. what I—that is the biggest value that's come out of it—is for me just to speak my truth. And so, like when when my partner went to rehab, just because this was just recent, um, I we I, I had a he he hadn't gone yet, and I was frustrated because he hadn't gone yet. I was mad. Yeah. And, and he was ready to leave. And he was like, uh, it's been set till tomorrow. Now I have another day here. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was exhausted. I was tired. I was mad. I was full of emotions and so ready for him to go. So I could just be with myself and not have it all about him. And so anyway, I was scheduled to do a solo cast the next day. And I was like, "Well, do you want to come on the show and just have a frank conversation about this?" And he was like, "Okay." And so we did, and the response we got from that was amazing because so many people were like, "No one talks about this," right? Because I was able, we were able to approach it where we weren't in an angry space of calling each other names, yeah, and things like that. So um, it was just a deeper anger, and so yeah. I was able to say, "I'm so angry at you," and we were, and and it was just a really interesting, really vulnerable look where he was admitting that he was going back to rehab because it was the second time that he was going back to rehab and that I was going to, you know, be glad he was gone. And I right. was going to deal with all these repercussions and the lies and everything else. And so we were able to talk about what active addiction was like for both parties. And it was really weird and hard, but really, really good and vulnerable. powerful. It is. And, um, and it pushed me, it's all pushed me to be more honest, like the dominatrixes that were on of course, they pushed me last this episode to, um, to tell a sex fantasy on my That's show. Great. And I was like, Oh my god! I can't barely <laughs> even say that out loud <laughs> in the bathroom by myself. And so uh, I did, and I, I, I have not listened back to that.
1: I'm kind of gonna about that.
0: <laughs> but um, they said I did great. So anyway, yeah. though, you know, like it pushes me. I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. If you're going to do it, whatever it is, do it. Do it. Be honest. Be vulnerable. Um, model what you want in the world, and especially as parents too. I think this is really an interesting takeaway. I'm just going to side note this, but we want our kids to be honest with us. So fucking step up and be honest. Step with
1: them up. And exactly.
0: Step up. And it is not easy because I see, you know, my oldest daughter's dad, who I, he's one of these, that's like, you know, do as I say, not as I did. Yeah. And I'm like, she's a teenager, you know? And so I tell her the truth about the things I've done and the things I do. And. I just believe if the deeper issue is if we want honest communication, then you better show up from an honest communication standpoint, period. Period. So if you want, if you expect your kid to be honest with you, don't be lying about how much <laughs> you drank in high school. Don't do it, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so many times we wonder, why am I not getting what I want here? Well, how are you showing up? Are you really showing up totally honest? And Most if the definitely. answer is no, then just reevaluate that because you can't have full integrity unless you're fully honest. And so this is pushing mm. me just into this honest direction. And now Justin and I, my partner and I, now we're in this honesty path where we are like unbridled honesty. <laughs> I and I've, I've never had a, a love relationship like that. And it is yeah. refreshing, hard, interesting, amazing. It's really, really cool. I highly recommend it to anyone.
1: Oh yeah. I've been married for almost 18 years. Oh it's been wow. awesome the whole time. <laughs> and I that's think it's been incredible. awesome because we're extremely honest with each other. That's
0: it. That's the that's key. it,
1: man. You just gotta put it. I remember when I wet, met my wife, I said, listen, these are all the bad things about me. And these <laughs> these are all the this is like my past. Here's some things that I wasn't proud of. And it was, some of it was not really, it wasn't good. I said, this is it. Take it or leave it, man. You know, I was like, I just threw it all on the table in the beginning. They didn't want this like slow glacier of finding out this stuff over time. I was like, this is what it is. I treat my podcast the same way. You know, when I get on, I talk to people and they'll say something. Oh, oh I, yeah, I did psychedelics. I like a couple months ago, I was in the forest and stuff. And they're like, you're telling? I was like, who cares? Yes, I was who like, cares? my life. If I want to tell you about that, it's fine. I didn't hurt anybody. I was doing stuff like Whatever. I think a lot of
0: people still get stuck in that, like, my parents are alive. They're going to hear it and judge me. So or what? if my kid hears it. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Let them hear it,
1: right? Let it rip, man. You know, Let as long as it not hurting people, I'm not hurting people. I'm not like, it's not like I admitted to doing some crazy criminal activity. It was right. like, it, it's not that. It's just like, hey, these are the things I like, this and that. I'm not, I, you know, you want to talk about this? Let's talk about it. You know, it's,
0: yeah, Who but cares? even if you did do a crazy criminal activity, go ahead and get honest about that too. Sure, you know, I mean sure. like it will set you free. You will right. feel free ultimately, you know? And I think that's really cool. How are you handling that with your daughter? Same,
1: Same thing. I just, I'm just i just very honest with her about, you know, these are the things I like, I don't like, like it could, it could sound off-putting maybe a little bit. It's like, she, like, I don't, I'm not a big play parent. I'm not like yeah. big into playing with my child. I know that sounds terrible on some level, nah, but honestly, definitely. I don't like to, I don't like it. And i told my daughter that and she, she actually understood. She's like, no, it's, it's, I get it. You know, she's like, it's yeah. okay. You know, and like she went, I took her to the playground yesterday and she's like, I'll just play by myself here. It was, it's really dark and, you know, windy and rainy here in, in Washington state. So it was like, she still wanted to go. She's like, you're going to stay in the car. I was like, yes, I don't want to go out there. I'm sorry. Uh, she's like, oh no, <laughs> it's fine. But so we have this understanding.
0: Yeah, but you've been some, honest. I've been she, honest, I'm not you, gonna lie
1: about it. You no, know?
0: and you've probably created a, a relationship and a way for her to feel really safe speaking yeah. however she feels, yes. which is really cool.
1: Right, I'm not gonna yeah. get out there and start playing and doing stuff and it feels fake, you know? And, and mm-hmm. I'm not into it, that's even worse I think.
0: It kind of is, cause then you're somewhere else, you're just not present.
1: You know, like, and I, kids
0: can pick up on that in a heartbeat and then heartbeat. you're not being honest.
1: Not being honest. I mean,
0: again, my wife
1: likes to read likes to read the placards at every museum we've ever been to. Like she like painfully read every single thing. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I just kind of want to skim and move on and see Mm -hmm. like on visual. And it just got I was like, you know what? You go and I'll go do something else. And I'm like, I'm not gonna like fake being here. (laughs) I'm like just because. I'm sorry. You know, it's yeah. like
0: and that's what makes it work, right? Like yeah, you exactly. able to have your own interests and come back together. And yeah. that's really cool. Well, it's, it's a whole new experience for me. I'm divorced twice. And so I have had to recognize my own patterns, you know, sure. and say, Oh, okay. I've been operating from this uh, space. That's clearly not healthy. And how can mm-hmm. I change that? And how can I approach right. that? And what was I not honest about, which was lots of things which I, I didn't think I was, but, <laughs> you know, then you really look at yourself and you're like, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah I was. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: That's great. Thanks. I mean, this is as good as I thought it was going to be on something like, or even better. Me too. It's just,
0: it's better. It is, I didn't have expectations except yeah. just to show up and have a great conversation. Yeah. And it far exceeded that.
1: That's great. Yeah. yeah. I just I'm like, Oh, it's probably uh, everything every ever conversation I have is generally pretty good. So I'm like, oh, I'd probably be pretty good. You know, and <laughs> what it's is just this is really There's good. It's like, oh, okay, yes. it's like really, really good. Like, Yay. you know, because you brought good energy and you're excited and obviously you're, you're used to doing this, you know, True. so True. it helps. But,
0: but the energy that you bring, uh, you know, I, if we're wrapping up and stuff, I want to say that like the energy that you bring really matters. And so um, what are you doing to cultivate that? And by cultivate that, I mean, just, just getting still and quiet and letting yourself be honest. Those are, it's, it can be very simple. (laughs) We make it so much more complicated. Like everything. Yeah, (laughs) we overcomplicate it. So um, just take a breath, you know, and, and show up, be honest. Like, like that challenge that I had on the Facebook live, I was honest about it. I was like, while I was in it, you know, I was able to say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just, challenged with technology right now. Yeah. And I'm just showing up and I'm excited to start this and we'll see what happens. You know, just, you just show up as your, as your best that you can do at the moment yep. and you learn.
1: Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Well, mm-hmm. I've definitely learned from you. It's, it's nice to talk to someone you like you. So oh, thank you. Oh,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. And I just, I'm really grateful to uh, be here and have this conversation and make your acquaintance. So yeah,
1: most definitely. Yeah. Every time I do this, I meet someone new. Uh, and how great is that right you get to meet new people
0: yes it's really really incredible that's one of the best things because you really get to connect with people too and like so often we're meeting somebody we're not able to connect in this way and it's just that's one of the best things about podcasting isn't it yes it is you then now we forever have this connection that's exactly
1: right it's a Mm -hmm. definite connection through podcasting so you can always refer back to it you know
0: yeah yeah
1: Well, give everybody the roll call. Where can we find Amy Edwards?
0: Yeah. Ah, well, my show is my number one. It's called The Amy Edwards Show and it is available on all platforms, including YouTube if you care about video and uh, otherwise Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Omni, you know, anywhere that you get podcasts. And uh, I am, a, a, you can find me at amyedwards.com. You can email me amy at amyedwards.com, or you can reach me on Instagram at Real Amy Edwards, Facebook, The Amy Edwards Show, and I am on. TikTok. I am the magic babe where I don't do anything podcast related. I just talk about meditation habits and uh, up leveling our lives, which is my whole mission. So, um, so I guess it is aligned with it, but just stuff I enjoy. So, yeah, I would love to connect with anyone that's listening to this. Please reach out and let me know what you thought of it and check out my show too. Um, I would say the most recent episode with the dominatrix is, is if that triggers you at all and makes you go, like, oh, God. <laughs> god no then you yeah
1: for sure listen yes
0: (laughs) yes so thank god i didn't know beforehand that i was gonna have to tell a sex fantasy so um yeah so really uh dope interview there so anyway i just i'm i'm really grateful for uh this meeting and conversation thank you so much
1: same here ladies and gentlemen amy edwards thank you amy thank you